Hey there, it's Kesonga, and I have a really cool announcement for y'all. Headspace is now offering mental health coaching in the Headspace app. You can connect with a trained expert for live, text-based one-on-one support on your time from anywhere. Whether they're helping you cope with daily stress and anxiety or supporting you through big life events like loss or relationship hurdles, your coach will draw from clinically validated tools to help you reach any mental health goals. You can text a mental health coach for just $99.99 a month. Just sign up on the Headspace app or at headspace.com slash coaching. Hi, it's Sam here. Welcome to Radio Headspace into Thursday. Recently, at a gathering with my friends, I found myself venting about some of my husband's habits to them. I basically said he plays video games too much. Not a big deal, but it was still a criticism, and I could tell that he was frustrated by my comment. In that moment, I felt an immediate sting of regret. And even though I could have let it go and hoped it would resolve itself, I knew the best way to repair that rupture was to say I'm sorry, which I did later that day. In this case, ruptures represent the everyday hurts that are caused by criticism or things said in moments of anger, sadness, or other difficult emotions. And it's called a rupture because it temporarily interrupts the flow of love and connection that we normally feel in these safe and nurturing relationships. And these small ruptures can snowball into bigger resentments and ultimately distrust. So today I want to talk about how we can make a habit of repairing small and large ruptures in our relationships. So before we get into how to repair our relationship, let's talk about what gets in the way of saying sorry. When we do something we regret, it's natural to feel shame and embarrassment. This emotion stings because we care about the person we might have hurt. We don't want to do it again. And apologizing means we have to revisit our shame and allow ourselves to be vulnerable, perhaps even having our apology rejected. But we can remember that we always have the chance to repair. And repairing might take the form of an apology or sharing your reflections on a situation and how it could go differently in the future. So here are three steps you can take to help you repair ruptures that occur in any of your relationships. So the first step is reflection. Before apologizing, we need time to think about what was happening with us during the rupture. Were we tired? Were we hungry, cranky, overwhelmed? Zooming out and taking stock of what conditions were present, both internally and externally, helps us to avoid future ruptures. It's also helpful to get clear on what your underlying emotions were. What was driving your actions? What were you feeling? What were you needing? Answering these questions will help you to understand your actions so that you can respond skillfully next time. For example, going back to that gathering that I was talking about at the beginning of the episode, I criticized my husband for playing video games too much because I felt frustrated by him playing when other things needed tending to. 
So when I apologized, I was able to clearly describe what I was feeling and needing so that we could work on collaborating more effectively. Not excusing my criticism of him in front of our friends, but just to let him know where my criticism was coming from. The second step is apologizing. Now that you've gotten clear on your feelings and needs, identify what exactly you're apologizing for. Reflect on what's happened and why you might feel like you've hurt the other person. When I apologized, I was clear that I was sorry for bringing this issue up in front of our friends. So basically the timing and carelessness of my delivery. Directness is important to my husband, and in order to repair the rupture, he needed to be reassured that I would do my best to tell him directly when things bothered me, instead of venting it to friends. The last step is resolution. After you've gained some clarity about what happened, remember to be kind to yourself and offer yourself forgiveness. One of my favorite ways of doing this when it feels impossible is to frame self-forgiveness as phrases of loving kindness. With a hand on your heart, you can say, may I forgive and release myself for any harm I may have caused. It's a small ritual that can help you to let go of shame and regret and re-enter the flow of love and connection with a clean slate. And if you're looking for further guidance in communicating with clarity and kindness, check out my Compassionate Communication course in the app. Please remember that ruptures and repairs are part of every meaningful relationship. And though they can leave us feeling insecure and worried about the relationship, we can remind ourselves that we care enough to put in the time and energy into having these necessary difficult conversations. That's all for me for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you back here soon. Hi, everyone. It's Dora. If you like Radio Headspace, I have a feeling you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring each mindfulness teacher from Radio Headspace and our wonderful host, Robin. We're answering your questions and sharing our unique perspectives on life, relationships, and just about everything else. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy listening, friends.